Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Let's do it. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I want you. You can go first. Well, you should have said that. Well, well, because I went first yesterday. Did you? Yeah. The reason I think you should go first there is because all I could think of saying there was, "Well, a twit to woo to you two." <laughs> yeah, but it's not my fault if you can't think of words. It is your fault, Dave. You need to write me some better words to say out loud. <laughs> I can't read your mind and know that all you're thinking is twit to woo. That's all I can think in my head. Well, a, well, a twit to woo to you. Uh, it's twit to Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst. That's all right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like twit Tuesday. We'll get an owl expert on. We've still got to get a terrapin expert on for Edmund. My youngest son's obsessed with terrapins. Well, yeah. And, ooh, sorry. Border tired. 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 Okay. Thank you. Um... I had uh, like a quite sleepless weekend and I caught up on it all last night and mm. I basically got up about four minutes ago. So that's that's my that's my current mental state. Mm. This is like your sort of, you know, like monks uh, do matins. Helen. Know, yeah, Helen. Yeah, that's yesterday. You know, but you know how a Helen monks, no, not the Helen monks, the um, actual monks, they start the day with oh, a, yeah. oh, yeah, my God, like their, their matins and their prayers. Yeah. And this is very much, if we are living in this sort of, um, self-isolation uh, uh, sort of weird monastery. I don't know where I'm going with this, Dave. Help me quickly. I'm enjoying it, mate. You're beginning... You know, you, you know my instinct is always to sit back when yeah. you start talking about this. <laughs> I just slowly start giggling, thinking we're not editing this out. See Van Gogh versus Leonardo da Vinci. Um, no, I, and they, that's how they start their day, with a sort of ritualistic chanting, and that's what this podcast is for you. If your first moments of the day... I mean, I've already been up for three hours, um, but uh, that's not me showing off, that's me complaining. Right. You know what I mean? This is like a ha ha. Na, yeah. na, Maybe I should just start setting my yawns to music. Maybe that's the key. Oh. <laughs> like my... <laughs> I think that has to be the rule from now on. Whenever one of us yawns, you have to put it to music. That's great. <laughs> what was that yawn? Hey. What was that uh, yawn? Then that was a G sharp. Oh, okay, it's a G sharp. Yeah, that's first thing in the morning. You always does a G sharp in the morning. Um, all right, good. Uh, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. I stayed up last night, Tom, watching the uh, late night shopping channels, um, which is the greatest thing I've ever done. I know. I've seen on your Instagram. It is very funny. Explain to the class. Well, did you watch the clip? Have you seen yes, the whole clip? it's like a sort oh, of gonna, David gonna, Brent gonna, Partridge thing. I'm going to play the clip now because it's just so wonderful. Well, basically, so I've, I filmed about a minute of it and I tweeted it out. And since then, it's completely blown up to the point where the guy from the TV channel has started following me on Twitter and replying. No. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Can we get him on the show? Absolutely. I, I guarantee we could, yeah. And then and then your mutual friend and mine, Mike Bubbins, uh, <laughs> replied to me saying, oh, I watch this guy all the time. Sometimes I even record clips of him. And I was like, 
That's funny. And then I woke up this morning to six emails from Mike Bubbins, all with different <laughs> clips of this presenter from this from this late night ITV shopping channel. And it's absolutely wonderful. I mean, the sound quality is not going to be amazing, but uh, for context, uh, it's a man called Rob Luck. But anyway, mm-hmm. this, this presenter is, um, is selling mulberry silk duvets and pillowcases. So Lovely. if you get a load of this. Okay. I have mulberry silk underneath me. Mulberry silk on top of me, and I have my head on mulberry silk with a mulberry silk pillowcase, which is like what I imagine. I don't know, putting my putting my head against the thighs of a virgin. <laughs> um, incredibly, incredibly soft and glorious. And look, I I always say this because I, I get so excited about mulberry silk that people think that I'm getting a you know a, a cut. I'm not. Honestly, I'm a freelancer. I get paid a daily rate, um, and, and, and you know, a decent daily rate. Not, not what I used to earn many years ago. Without any bitterness whatsoever in his voice. But I do not get a cut of sales. I'm nothing to do with the Mulberry Silk Company. I am purely an independent. I'm a customer. I'm you. <laughs> I'm a customer. I'm you. Is, is that how he is? I'm a customer. I'm, I'm you. Oh my yeah. God, that's that's amazing. It's so good. He's, oh. his, his delivery is that of David Brent, and the, the lines of that of, of, of sometimes literally, like the, the thighs of a virgin line is literally just straight out of Alan Partridge. But then the rest of them yeah. are like could have been written. I'm a freelancer. For Partridge, couldn't they? Yeah, exactly. I, I get paid not as much as I used to. A daily, oh, yeah, so a decent great. daily rate, but not as much as I used to. Yeah, <laughs> so so wonderful. Oh, David, let's get him on, and he can sell us stuff. This is brilliant. Oh yes, 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 yes. Let's yes. think of let's, let's think of some products and we'll get him on. That's a brilliant idea. Um, so so you tweeted that yesterday and now he's in touch with you. That's a lovely. It's like the magic of Twitter. The magic of Twitter. Yeah, it was because it was about one a.m. when I tweeted it, so I expected it to go to absolutely nothing. But somebody in Australia picked it up, and then oh, I see. like the guy that presents like the equivalent of the Daily Show in Australia saw it for some right. reason. And retweeted it, and then it also Australia went mad, and then so yeah, I had to had to turn my phone off. Oh, um, that's so. But good. there you go, there you go. That's Thanks, what I'm Dave. Well, but I'm... One, honestly, ITV late night. It's like honestly, the I felt like I was in 2001 last night because we we watched the uh, today's episode of the Bill. Oh yes, and then, more on that. Then we watched Big Big Brother from 2000. Oh my on, god! Uh, on you know you know they're reshowing the best episodes of Big Brother, so it was the yes. nasty Nick fallout last night. Right, um, as as we record. So yeah, I'd, I had a very strange day, and then we turned it off. And you know that thing where you've watched a thing that you've recorded on your Skybox, and then you just you just turn it off, but whatever was on the TV is just on, and you end up watching it. So it was a yeah. a, a documentary about the London Palladium, which was Great. just Bradley Walsh taking us through all the best moments of the Palladium, which wow. was bizarrely watched for half an hour before Rob Locke came on and did his shopping. And it was one, what, what a wonderful night of television, I tell you. Oh, Dave, I tell you what, that's, that's, a, that's a lovely lockdown adventure, that is. It really is. Good God. Well done, Dave. You've been on sort of a, a, a late-night lockdown Duke of Edinburgh Award mission into TV. Very exactly. Very how was your uh, how was your Sunday night? As um, it were? Well, this is very poor time wise because it's Tuesday. Oh so, god, but, it's Tuesday! Know, Don't I mean, forget, fun time Friday coming up probably tomorrow. <laughs> except it's not it's Thursday. Oh god! Um, Basically, every day at eleven, look out for a tweet, and if there's one there, it's fun time Friday. That's the best way of doing it. Of doing it, yeah. Um, no, I've had a great couple of days, Dave. I mean, it's not as exciting as you watching a shopping channel late at night. I do love mm. the shopping channels late at night. Um, I've been teaching youngest son, Terrapin expert Edmund, how to ride a bike. So that has broken me in every sense. Really, stabilizers on? No, I mean I didn't know. He already knows to do that, mate. He's got that. that right, that's, that's normal so track, isn't it? Proper. He's stabilized. The stabilizers are off, and um, he has to. I mean, 
basically all I'm doing is going paddle, 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 paddle. That's all you do. And essentially, you push your child down a hill knowing they're going to fall over and hurt themselves. That is what you right. do. You are... Yeah. That's, that's, that's how you teach a child to ride a bike. Go and hurt yourself. Go. Okay, get up. Hurt yourself again. Go. Hurt yourself again. Where do you, where do, you do it then? Surely on some sort of, like, soft ground. Uh, just Seven Sisters Road. Because it adds okay, a bit, so adds a bit of jeopardy. If I just <laughs> okay, the pedestrian, <laughs> the pedestrian crossing is going beep 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 beep. Go, well, they're doing go. all the roadworks, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, there's um, well, I'm near the Arsenal Stadium, and there's a l- huge flat walkway all around there with lots of ramps and things like that, and skateboarders. So we stop and look at the skateboarders for a while, and then I push them down a hill. And it is it is quite stressful though, and especially when it's hot as well. Um, and actually, it's not just a case of pushing him until he falls. There is a bit where you sort of hold them and run alongside them. Right. But you're running along in a crouch. So imagine uh, if you've ever seen a, a decrepit dad doing paintballing, running from co- running from cover to cover. You know what I mean? In in the bushes with a gun, sort of in, a, in. They think they're crouching really low, but because they're a bit decrepit, they're just ducking about an inch. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's that essentially. It's that move. And when I'm holding him, doing a little jog, uh, and he's crying. I'm gonna hurt myself, Daddy. I'm gonna hurt Sounds myself. like a fun weekend. So that's why I've been in, and all the time going pedal, 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 pedal. So <laughs> uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a crap weekend. Um, listen, though, we talked on the show yesterday about jingles, didn't we, Dave? And we did. I said, "What's your favourite jingle?" And I, I, I feel like I, I failed to come up with them because there was one, and it popped into my head. I woke up in the middle of the night with an absolutely lovely bout of insomnia. Hello to you if you're listening. And uh, I, the, it just popped straight into my head. And so I've got it. I was well, better than the... Okay, section. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was really good. Um, I'm trying to find it now, see if I can play it. Hang on one second. Shall I play it? Shall I play it? Yeah, I mean, I just did it, mate. I don't know if you're going to do it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm absolutely no need for that. Um, you mean... It's not better than that. It's weird. Now that I know what she's saying, I can really hear it clearly, but yeah. that's not the point of a jingle, is it? No. Ah, who cares action? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I hear it every time, but it yeah. took me ages. Anyway, um, no, I remembered my favourite jingle. I've got it here. Can I play it for you? Please. This is an absolute belter. You want it your way. IBK, you got it. Oh. Burger King. Burger King, mate. You, you love your Burger King. You're, you're the, uh, the only two jingles I've ever heard you rave about are McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love a burger, all right? Yeah. I um, love a cheap burger. Hang on. You want it your way. IBK, you got it. Oh, it's a marketing mishmash nightmare there, isn't it? Yeah, what a mashup. Um, yeah, I love it. Absolutely love that one. So I, it just popped into my head and I thought, I've got to play it to you. And I have. And you so, have? Yeah, there's, there's, there's another one. Yeah, it's not. It's not burgers, though. You ready? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to play. No, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of trying to build up the tension a bit. I want you to be. Okay. Like, oh, well, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's see. You can't get better than Quick Fit Fitter. We're the boys to trust. <laughs> what is it? It's from Quick Fit. Do you not remember that one? Mate, this sometimes our age gap does yeah. become apparent. Like it's not huge, but it yawns open, doesn't it? Every now and again, it's I for think jingles and adverts. Is definitely one of those ones where. Yeah, there's like a there's like a window, isn't there, where you're really into jingles, as it were. Like your yeah. your memory of jingles is is huge because you're listening to the radio or whatever. You know, if I was running a club for thirty uh, fives and over, yeah, I wouldn't have a password. I just people would just pull up and I'd go, oh hi there. Um, I'd be I'd be the bouncer in this scenario and I'd say, all yeah. right, uh, how old are you? And they go, I'm um, um, thirty seven. I'd be like, you look twenty four. All right, mate, here we go. And I'd go, you can't be- get better than a quick fit fitter. 
And if they don't go, we're the ones to trust. I know they're under 35 and they can't come in the club. It's a great system. Yeah. I love your imagination that in the club that you run and own, mm. you're you're also the bouncer. You, you, it's not successful yeah. enough that you can hire a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be. I think I could bounce well, actually, Dave. Lovely level of ambition. I think I could bounce well. I, I think I, you could I, bounce very well at the sort of club you're imagining running. Yeah, you're imagining running. You know, yeah. which is a golf sort of, club essentially. Yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> Good. So uh, oh, I'm sweating a lot today, Dave, because I'm in the top room of the house and it's, the sun's beating down. It's hot in here. Is it? So apologies. Yeah, I might start to make even less sense than normal. Everything's getting warm. Don't you have air conditioning? I mean, this is a conversation I want to have with you off air because we, uh, I keep meaning to talk to you about your air conditioning and how, yeah. how it works. But maybe we should just talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy to be judged. Go for it. Let's Give do me it. Some, no, 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 no. Not judging. Like, as in, I'm doing some market research because okay. it's getting very fucking hot. And, you know, it's mm. only the start of summer, isn't it? Yes, it is. So is your new place hot then? Do you get some, do you have a hot room? Problem? It gets, I just think anywhere gets hot at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not terrible. And I don't mm. feel the heat as much as other people but it's definitely getting but you're you're where. a large gingerman like me we all we feel the heat badly don't we um yes i think so but I, as what well, yeah i mean i do feel it i just it doesn't bother me too much i mean like i can sort of cope with it i just sort of sleep on top of the duvet and it's all fine you know? yeah yeah um what but yeah, yeah hit me hit me with the hit me with the stats i want the frank numbers chat and i want the uh the way it works and uh all of that sort of stuff you want, you want the price bracket chat and all that sort of stuff um okay so i got air conditioning installed in our loft because it's at the top of the house and that's uh, where you are now though right yeah, yeah yeah but i'm in the study bit at the back so we haven't got um, I haven't got aircon in here. I've only got it in the bedroom because I figured that was a more sensible place to have it. It's it's only I got it for overnights, obviously, because it gets so hot in yeah. the loft. Um, in the study bit, it's fine. The problem is that I stupidly got a glass ceiling thing installed in the top bit, the study bit. Ooh, yeah, my glass ceiling sounds. I've really gone in OTT there. A window, mate. A window. But it's quite a big window. Um, so I've got a sort of greenhouse thing, greenhouse vibes happening in here. But that's that's fine. I'll just sweat through all my podcasts. Um, Is there no blind on that or anything? No, mate. I haven't got one. Oh, I'll get you yeah. to a blind and just close it in the day. I mean, that's, I, I, that's your answer I, 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 to that. I need to buy a blind. And I, it's, well, it's on my list, but I can't because it's tricky because it's not a standard Velux size. It's like a weird size. Yeah. So I've got to get someone to come and fit it. It's going to cost a fortune. It's ridiculous. So I figure I might just sweat and smell. Anyway, um, oh mate, it- I got some. I got some good blind people for you. Ah, oh, have you actually good, bes- good bespoke blind people? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I got the army blinds, and it's much you can. You can get it much more reasonably than you think. Well, give me a price bracket, please, Dave, because that's I need this. It's in the ceiling, so it's it's directly above me, and I just want to. What I want is a blind to cover the glass. Do you know what I mean by that? Do you understand what I mean? I want to get a blind. Can you hear the horse outside. <laughs> oh my god! I live in a. What the fuck's going on, Dave? Have we time travelled? Is that how long this has been going on for? I mean, sorry, I've gone to the window here because I live in like a. A little garden square, like, which is like a little... It sounds fancy than it is, but like, you know, it's not the sort of place you would just bring a horse. No. It's like a little private square, as it were. Yeah. And the worrying thing is, I've looked out the window, you heard the horse, right? No, mate, I didn't hear anything, no, no. Um, no, I did. I yeah, yeah. The, I can't yeah. see the horse. Here we go to uh, Dave Crib at the winner's enclosure. Um, oh, there's the horse. <laughs> there's, there's two fucking horses. Great. You should be like a horse correspondent, Dave. Don't do that if you are a horse correspondent. That would be very... <laughs> so, Dave, what's going on in the horse enclosure? There's two fucking horses! I'm here at Aintree. There's 40 fucking horses! <laughs> Actually, no. They have, they've just had a race. Make that 39. R.I.P. Um, so, so what were they doing? Police on top? Or just were they just I wild? Think, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's mounted police. 
Wow. You know what they're doing, Dave? What? Policing the queues to get back in the shopping centre. Oh, yeah, Westfield's open today, isn't it? Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Maybe that is probably what it is. I don't know why the fuck they're down there. They're going to be policing the queues. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're about five minutes away from that. But obviously, they're just having a little, a little nosy round. Bloody mm. Nora. I tell you what, that is the most exciting of my day's going to yeah. get, I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing that's happened in 12 weeks of making this podcast. Uh, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. And it's some very exciting air conditioning chat. Aircon chat. So, once we've gone away from Dave Cribb in his paddock, um, yeah. I've uh, got... Uh, yeah, so we've got air conditioning in our bedroom. It, we've got it fitted in when we did the loft up. How yep. much do you reckon it would cost to get aircon fitted in? Oh, God, I just... I don't know. It could right. be £10,000 or it could be £2,000. Near £2,000. Just over £2,000. I think it's about £2,500 plus that. Now, I know aircon's oh, really bad because... does my nuts. Yeah, VATS is really annoying. I know, I know. So it's very... I was trying to work out if my company could pay <laughs> for me to have an air-conditioned bedroom. Not so much, it turns out. Um, yes, but I'm an actor. I've got to keep my skin fresh. No. Um... No, obviously. Don't worry, Tom. Our company will be paying for mine, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's absolutely fine, Dave. Good job. Good job. I never look at the accounts. Um, so. <laughs> Imagine, I've just been paying. That's how I bought my flat, mate. You know yeah. that, don't you? Hang on. You've been paying Cornelius how much to do <laughs> yeah. the bill, um, which is coming up soon. So, now obviously, Econ uses up quite a lot of energy, but countries across the world have it. We don't have it in this country, and a lot of people see it as a bit of an indulgence and they see it as uh, irresponsible in terms of electricity usage, which I, I, right. I, I buy that, but it has got hotter in the last couple of years. I you do what, buy your electricity usage, yes. I wonder what's going on there. But um, I use I use only when I pay extra uh, to get a very, very renewable. Um, electricity tariff. So I'm I, I'm aware that I, I pay through the nose for a renewable energy tariff. So I don't feel guilty about killing the polar bears because I'm not killing the polar bears. I'm putting wind farms up and killing the wild birds. Got you. That's what it's I'm all, doing. All green energy, is it? All green energy. Um, Are so, you with bulb? No, I've um, fuck. I've forgotten what they're called now. I've literally there's some random one. I join, I just do the I do the you know the price scanner thing every couple of years. And yeah, just join yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, the aircon, to cut a long story short, costs about that much and is uh, amazing because it was all fitted in when we got the loft done. So it's all the pipes going. You can't see anything. It's just a little unit in the corner. Um, and, and is there a unit outside then? Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah, there's a unit outside. So if you live near me, it sounds like there's a pub uh, with a fridge going the whole time. <laughs> so apologies for that. I probably should have planning permission. Don't worry about it. Um, but it's tiny. It's very small. So sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Um, so yeah, oh, lovely. Thanks, okay, mate. Aircon chat. I wonder if that will make it through the cut. I'm looking forward to listening to the show now to see if that makes it in. See if it's yeah. Well, if it doesn't, then our continued callbacks to air conditioning throughout the show are going to be falling on completely confused ears. Actually, that's they? what we should do. We should make as many references to air conditioning as possible and guarantee yeah. that Steve has to keep them in. Okay, very good. Um, <laughs> right. I think. What should we? Should we go? Uh, should, we, should we go for some ads, Dave? Do you, want, do you fancy listening to some products? Yeah, I mean, I spent the whole night watching the shopping channel, so uh, maybe we should get that's what we should do. Get Rob Locke to uh, to sell our podcasts, our other podcasts, in yes, the ad breaks. That's a great idea, but but with no script, the complete he's completely unscripted, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's he's got. In fact, that's what we should do. We should get him on once a week. We should make him listen to any one of our Great Big Al podcasts, and then he has to do a little riff on how good they are. There you go. Um, but now for the time being, yes, let's please go to an advertising break, and then I will summon Cornelius. Summon the bill. Hello, I'm Chris England, and I'm here to tell you about the Fun Factory podcast, available now on Great Big Owl. 
Each time I will be reading a couple of chapters of my novel The Fun Factory, a historical comedy about the history of comedy, so it will kind of be like a free audiobook, which you can listen to at the gym, or jogging, or at your desk while pretending to do your job, or on the train without the embarrassment of people seeing you actually reading a book like some kind of SWAT. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Con! Connie, 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 Connie! Here she comes. Sugar boy. Sugar boy. the bill hey. great to have you back oh, god so after a week off last week tom i sat down and well, i just made Connie just watch it with me again because i genuinely missed it mm. and he'll testify to this is that at the end of every episode of the bill now i want to continue watching it like it's a netflix box set and he won't let me mm. no you've got to because, do one at a time yeah yeah well, the thing is for me it's actually i don't enjoy watching them anymore because it's mainly note taking and concentrating which isn't how i like to enjoy television yeah but you've what you've misunderstood is that if we watch like three in a night Mm. yeah you don't really have to take many notes because you still have to fill the same amount of time on the podcast and you could basically just be like in the first episode they found the kid in the second episode jim carver died in the third episode there was a police horse i mean that's all we really need so (laughs) the third episode sounds boring (laughs) (laughs) they blew the budget on the second one to be fair um uh so hang on uh yeah um cornelius can i ask you a very quick question before we get to the bill Absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sing you a little thing, and I want you to finish it off for me. Okay. You can't get better than a quick fit fitter. Because a quick fit does quick fit. Oh. I, I can't remember how it goes, <laughs> but I do know it. I was really worried I wouldn't know it because most references pass me by. Me too. I'm terrible with references. Terrible. Yeah, I don't watch films. No. I don't know actors. No. Everything just passes me by yes. like that. Yes. I don't know how to play chess. <laughs> okay, that's weird. I do know how to play chess. Um, okay, the, so let me just, first of all, the song finishes, you can't get better than a quick fit fitter. They're the ones to trust. Do you remember that? No, it's fine. See, I, you're I, you've got the that's same fine. reaction as me. That like, I do sort of vaguely remember that phrase, but I I've, wouldn't have got it. You know, they probably didn't play this advert during, I don't know, Grange Hill in 1992, so it's fine. Well, of course not. Grange Hill was on the BBC. Um, Good. <laughs> that was a test. I feel like, I feel like I know the first bit because it's a parody of something I do know. Right. Oh, there's been a parody since, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Turns out we don't know it. We don't know it. That's fine. But can I just celebrate? I, I really feel like we formed some sort of... Um, 
ignoramuses anonymous here, guys, because I just don't get references. People talk about uh, uh, actors in films and, and film plots and books and all these things, and I can have, I can have seen the films when I was a kid or whatever. No, they just passed me by. They've just gone. My brain does not retain any of that stuff. Yeah, I have this, and then when I go, oh, I haven't seen that film, and then people get because I don't read. Really, I'm not really into films at all. Mm. People get so angry when yeah. when you tell them that. So angry, and then they start asking you if you've seen this film, and mostly it's a no. And then they go, "What do you mean you haven't seen? What's that one way shouts Wilson?" Uh, oh, Castaway. Uh, what do you mean you haven't seen Castaway? You know, people always get angry at me like that. Is that the one that another film you find people have the most passion for? No, it's just I started watching so until my girlfriend made me watch Jurassic Park like a few months ago because I'd never seen that. Right, right. And people used to get so angry that I hadn't seen it, and I watched it, and it was boring. <laughs> you get yeah. make a lot of enemies there, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you've lost a second earlier. Yeah. Most least. films. My philosophy is most films can be should be finished in an hour. Could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you love short stories, don't you? That's what you like. I watched mm. um twenty. Is it twenty three bridges the other day, or twenty two bridges? A number of bridges. It's on, it's okay. on Amazon Prime. It's like an action film. Right. So an hour and 40 minutes. Boring? It's fine. You could watch it for Boring Film Club, mate. You could have, you could have saved yes. it. You could have suggested it because you already watched it. Shit. Haven't thought that through, have you? No. no. Um, should we talk about the bill then? Well, come on, we need to talk about interesting stuff. Come on, let's get, let's get on to proper art. Things that people will remember. Real yes. cultural references. Um, I've got the bill bingo ready. Dave, obviously you can't play because you have already watched this episode. Is that right? Uh, correct. Okay, fine. Um, I've got some words down, and I'm ready to go when you are, Cornelius. The Bill, Series 19, Episode 16. Inverdale is being tailed. Uh, he's gone to none other than Ron Gregory's house. Uh, uh, uh. Who's Ron Gregory, again, exactly, remind me? Yeah. So Ron Gregory is the gangster from really early on in the series. Remember, he insisted on sleeping with Phil Hunter's wife. Didn't sleep with her, but took naked photos of her. Right. And Inverdale is the pedo. Yep, okay. Played by uh, Glenn from the thick of it. Yes. Uh, uh, Does Phil Hunter know the connection? So obviously Phil Hunter is still in too deep with Ron Gregory. Yeah. In interview, Judge Sinclair denies all charges. Sinclair admits he knows a girl who's willing to do a statement, but he no comments into whether he attacked her. Uh, he also mm. no comments as to whether he knows um, an MP who's also uh, being considered as a paedophile because an email trace. It doesn't say which party he belongs to. So let's just presume the Tories because <laughs> they're in power. <laughs> <laughs> they're not in power, are they? Oh, they are at the moment. Well, <laughs> thanks for the update, mate. Well, this, was in, <laughs> this was in the year 2001. So we're in full new Labour, anyway, aren't we? Anyway, it's definitely yeah. a Tory, can just tell. He, I mean, you can't tell. It was uh, he, he does turn up later and he's definitely a Tory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, she <laughs> it is worth saying that I don't really understand the no comment system still to this day. Do you, do you understand it more than that? So basically, I understand what its purpose is, but like the inf- he was basically getting asked a number of questions like, do you know this girl? And he'd be like, yes. Mm. Have you ever met this girl? Yes. Mm. Have you ever spent any time alone with this girl? No comment. And I just feel like... Well, yeah. 
It's just saying, if he just say nonce comment. Just say no. <laughs> if I if I said to my kids, right, who has not flushed the toilet and now poo has crusted all the way around? Yeah. The, the 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 bog and my one says, says it wasn't me and one uh, says no comment yeah and Wolf says no comment and I'm like well that's what I mean I understand the legal implications but he's all he's already lying loads because in this interview he's already been like I've never done any of these things and then he suddenly starts no commenting so mm. what's what's the crack it's like what's taking the, crack, the fifth lads? isn't it as well taking yeah. the fifth I'm gonna take the fifth guilty as charged mate guilty as anyway, charged carry on Cornelius okay so um, Sheila who's the new sergeant who we met. <laughs> three or four episodes ago still really hasn't done much she holds a morning meeting uh, tells everyone that Eva Sharp is to stay at home Uh, the body they found at the end of last episode they can't identify it yet Eva turns up at the station hang on uh, the body they what sorry the body the the body they found yes lying found 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 fair play thank you I did say that yeah body they found uh, they can't (laughs) identify it uh, Eva turns up at the station and wants to ask more about the body they found. Line. They raid. <laughs> There's they... something a bit sad and pathetic about you playing against yourself, to be honest. <laughs> Getting so like into that. it. I was just, yes, there's a real chance I'm not going to lose to myself. <laughs> um, they raid Inverdale's house and find him in a vest and pants, which really is guilty enough. Really. Yeah, wrong yeah. Inverdale. Yeah. Uh, he's also been burning evidence. Uh, they t- one of the coppers goes, hand over your diary. And he goes, well, I haven't got a diary. Of course he hasn't. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to demand. <laughs> Give us your diary with all the confessions in. <laughs> uh, and they treat Inverdale quite harshly. And then uh, on, on the way back to the station, rather than putting him in like a meat wagon, they just all get in the back of the van that they used to jump out during the raid. So you have... Uh, DCI Fox um, Meadows yeah. and they're all just sat sort of cross-legged in the back of this like transit Like on a school trip or something. With Inverdale there <laughs> yeah. and they're all just doing scare stories about prison for a while and then asking for a plea deal but um, uh, he's, he's uh, yeah he can't. He's basically been caught with his trousers down mm. quite literally. Yeah. And then he's shaking in custody suite. He's very nervous. Phil Hunter is suspicious. What's going on? He tries to ask Nick Hancock. Oh, oh line. What? Nick well, Hancock? I, yeah, I've got, I've got Nick because uh, they go back to the oh, Nick. the Nick, yeah. The Nick. Fair play. I'm having that, guys. Screw you, Tom. I'm going to win this one. Yeah, well, I'll try and beat you, Tom. Fine. Eva talks to uh, Sam. She asks about the girl they found. She also asks about oh, who. One of the f- line found. <laughs> she also cross it out, Tom. Then you don't see it on your. Uh, your no, I, I, I wasn't looking at my paper. That's why I was just looking into middle distance. She asks about the girl they found. She also asks about uh, the person that her and Jack arrested, knowing it's likely to be something to do with a paedophile ring, because mm. you've got some top coppers going there. Mm. PC Stamp and Luke go to a burglary uh, and start shouting at the victim. <laughs> Who's an estate agent? Yeah, it's weird. They're really that, mean it? to him. They're like, "Come on, you left the door open," as if it's <laughs> fine. Um, uh, Sam reckons so. They go to the site where the body was found. Sam reckons it's more than one person involved and not sexual. Tim Bowman, Conservative MP, turns, <laughs> allegedly <laughs> turns up uh, with his solicitor at the station. Not the only soliciting that's been going on. Oh, uh, <laughs> proud of that line, aren't you? Doesn't let us go uh, 
Doesn't let us know which party. Oh, yeah, that's the joke I've done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam asked him if he knows what a nonce is. That's really funny. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, this is a, the DCI uh, Samantha just goes. Do you know what a nonce is? I'm starting to think and, they've got And then a... he goes, no. Yeah. I'm starting to think they've got some sort of contractual obligation to the word nonce to mention it at least five <laughs> yeah, times an episode. Like... The bill, sponsored by nonces. <laughs> uh, then we have a very, uh, Stamp and Luke go to an estate agent for a very odd visit, very awkward, because mm. basically what's happened is there's been a couple who go around and look at new... Um, sort of houses up on the market they leave a door open and then they go back 20 minutes later and oh. rob it because you know how all good stuff is in empty houses yeah what you can get a, a fridge a great... can't you Cornelius get a fridge mate Take it yeah, that's true yeah because we have fridges here uh... <laughs> yeah to us cutting to Australia I just heard all of Australia wince <laughs> you know we nearly sourced your fridge last week did I tell you this no on fun time Friday we spoke to someone in New South Wales but they'd just given away their fridge ah oh, how annoying yeah. Yeah. I mean it's quite far from where you're going to be but still well, we're speaking to someone yeah. from Tasmania on Friday, so we'll see if they've got one. That's, that's even further. Who's that? Who's right. that? Damon, uh, I think his name is. Mike? I don't know. I can't remember. Listen. Damon. I think it's okay. Damon. So the trip to the estate agents is weird and awkward. And then they eventually go back and go, we know you're about to get hit and we know you know or something. I don't know. But they set up a sting. They catch the pair in the act, but let them get in the van and drive oh. off. <laughs> leading to what they refer to as the slowest car chase ever. Yeah, they're just sort of driving through traffic, aren't they? Just yeah. behind this van. And Tony Stamp has to do some very basic driving to just go overtake them and, and pull in front of them. It's kind of weird. Mm. Also, they only steal a vase and a painting, as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, they can be worth a lot. More. Yeah, yeah, exactly. true. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, that was basic currency, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right, um, what happens with this story though? I can't remember Isn't no that, that's I the think end that's of it. it so they must be wanting to do more with it next yeah, that's weird if if I know the bill that'll be the start of the next big plot right mm. so that'll lead back to another paedophile ring or something <laughs> sure they're seeding a Christmas special massacre yeah, in yeah. October <laughs> um, hang on so so Sorry, and there's an elephant in the room here there's still a child missing well the DNA results are in uh, it's don't, not don't make Joanna. this into the X Factor, please. It's, it's not Joanna, the little girl who's missing. Eva starts crying, even though that would generally be considered good news for the mother of a missing child. Yeah. Uh, she asks to see this other girl, which is bizarre. Uh, then uh, they, <laughs> they come to a compromise that she's allowed to go to the scene where she was found. Um, and then, out of nowhere, she goes, Oh, God, yeah, so weird being here. Because my brother-in-law was lying about where he was on the day Joanna went missing. Yeah, that was awful. Sorry, you're a copper and you haven't mentioned that. <sighs> so, Hunter then has since found out about everything. Uh, about Inverdale Which being Hunter nicked. Again? Oh, Phil, Phil Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. About no, Inverdale being nicked. About connection to Ron Gregory yep. he's gone to Ron Gregory Ron Gregory's like go and shake him up in the cell Phil Hunter goes and does it oh that's bad mate this is absolutely what do you mean he does it does what like he goes and goes keep your mouth shut and then Inverdale's uh, like don't let Ron Gregory hurt me so obviously Ron Gregory really wants to hurt Inverdale 
Right. The and way he gets into the salad is pretty, pretty ropey as well, isn't it? Something to do with a sandwich. He's quite, he's quite a senior CID officer, and he talks his way past the per, the person guarding the cell by going, "Oh, I've brought him his lunch." Like he's the dinner lady. He's just wow. like, "Lunchtime, here I come!" Like I do every day with a sandwich for the one prisoner, nobody I'll, else. I'll go back to doing some detective work in a sec. <laughs> yeah, just, gotta... just let me pop in. <laughs> right. So, and then Meadows catches Hunter in the act. And goes, you don't deliver food. He had the same <laughs> observation as you, Dave. And then calls him to uh, his office and they give him a bollocking. And it's a bit of an argument, but Hunter's quite clever and he doesn't admit anything. He no comments his way through that as well. <sighs> then they go to the brother-in-law's house and they find ribbons in the bedroom. Those ribbons belong to Joanna. What? That's the end. Da, 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 da. Oh, I can just play it, can't I? Don't yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was the bill. That was a really good one. So, really? so they found her ribbons, but they still not got found. Yeah, they found you the ribbons. See why I want to watch the next episode. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Something to do with the brother-in-law. He immediately denied it, didn't he? He's no. like, I've got nothing to do with her disappearing. Yeah. So, oh, so you know she's disappeared. It's like the League of Gentlemen. Mm. We didn't burn them. Um, I haven't seen that, so oh. I don't. Care. <laughs> yeah, no, quite right. Quite right. <laughs> oh, Tom, you've broken the code of the the non-references by doing a reference there. I want to at some point in the next couple of weeks. I don't want to promise when I'll do this, but I want to prepare a reference quiz for you two and see how many of the references you get. Oh, but you you have to age grade it as well. So mine have to be when I should get them. Do you know what I mean? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. I will be astonishingly bad. People will be screaming listening to the podcast. I just, it, it, yeah. Can we think? We need to think of a better sort of name for our pact, Cornelius. Are you in this as well, Dave? Are you in? Are you a non-referencey? No, I think I'm a sort of mid mid referencer. I get a lot. I get a lot of the ones I know. I know really well. But then if yeah. I don't, I'm just like nah yeah okay All but right. i think i can i can get away with it more than it apparently it sounds like you guys can do you know what i mean yeah, yeah 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 yeah. what i've done what i've done quite well is learn the references that i don't know by reference only so things that i haven't seen yeah i'll i'll still if someone does a reference i'll be like oh i know what that's from i'll be like <laughs> oh, funny you know i can you've made yourself a crib sheet that's what you've done yes exactly, oh, exactly that's his surname but we oh god yeah but what we should do i think there's an opportunity for business here guys we should we should come together as the uh the alliance of non-reference getters and we should make a book the Alliance of Ignorant White Men. The Alliance of Ignorant White Men. Absolutely. But I worry about that because that might exclude people of colour joining the group. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bit, yeah. Bit, I'm a bit tense about that. I'd rather so, call it the... Sorry, I was just looking at the current membership. The, the Alliance of Ignorant People, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are the world. Um, and then we, we, we can make a book, right? We could make like... It could be like a Christmas book. And, and you look at this book and it gives you all the references that you need. Yeah, that's good. We could do a podcast about it as well, where every week we just go through references that you don't know, mm. and then like learning Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And the book should have what to say back because that's yes. the thing that I don't always get. So if if someone says like a uh, a quote from the in betweeners or something, you need to have yes. that next line, the the retort. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah, so good. Uh, uh, beat me up, Scotty. You're right. And then at the end, may of the it, force be with you. Exactly. <laughs> at the end of it, we have to have like if you're doing a Spanish oral exam, um, I have to have a conversation with Robin Ince and manage to do all of his references. Or Ro- actually, the worst one is Rob Deering because Rob Deering just talks in film quotes, and whenever I go running with him, I just spend my whole time going, "No, mate, absolutely not." Really? Yeah, not a clue, mate. Not a clue. I've I, I've got friends like that, and I just I feel like 
I feel like the pride people take, I'm going to try and be as diplomatic as I can, the pride people take in being able to basically only talk in quotes, Yeah, I, th- I think is unjustified yeah. in the sense that what they've really done is just not use any They're of their copying. own words. Yeah. You know? I come up with my own quotes. Yeah. We are exactly. originals. That's right, guys. Yeah. I care for better now. I feel much better. Yeah. Um, all right, We're originators, yeah. Exactly. Uh, hashtag creators. Um, we're, we're, we're rule makers, not rule takers. Is that? Oh. Yeah. You can't get better than quick fit fit off. We're the boys to trust. <laughs> Cornelius, thanks very much indeed for coming. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Uh, Dave, really good of you to come as well. All the best. Thank I'll be you. leaving too now. See you. Well, should we do this again tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay. You want it your way at BK, you got it. Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Ready? Gonna play any more jingles now, are you? Is that all that you've done? Done for the day? Ah, who cares, action! <laughs> Great big Not that one. Dot com. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.